This is Songs of Strength, and I'm sitting here with Joel Edmondson, and we are, um, did, I, did I say your last name it's right? It's Edmiston. Everybody Edmiston. says it like that. Don't worry. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, no worries. Edmiston. Edmiston. Did yeah. I say it that way at Crazy Eights, too? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. It not. doesn't even matter. Everybody does it. So. What's your last name? It sort of matters. Huh? It's your last name. It sort of matters. I guess you're right. I guess yeah. you're right. Maybe I shouldn't be so passive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says that passively as he's standing over me right now with a clenched fist <laughs> in the air. Well, thanks for... It's <laughs> Yeah. I'm Jamie Dew, and this is A Show of Strength. Hey, it's Jamie, and welcome to A Show of Strength's latest offering... Songs of Strength, delivered to you the first Sunday of every month. Songs of Strength is an interview-style show where I will sit with a guest to discuss the power and therapeutic benefits of music. Each episode, I'll invite my guests to bring six tracks that we'll discuss, dissect, and share stories about. On today's episode, I sit with Toronto comic Joel Edmiston, who I met at Crazy Eights earlier this year. Let's jump into our discussion right now. So, thanks for coming here. Of course, I want to talk. I want to start off the top by just talking a little bit about uh, anxiety mm-hmm. or um, or depression or however it manifests itself. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it, it it'll be like small, like social interactions. If I'll say goodbye to somebody and it, it didn't go the way I thought it was, I would go and put my head in a pillow for a while until like the next time I see them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I can uh, relate to that. And uh, or and then like the first like hour of talking or not maybe not hour but a little bit of talking to somebody i'll be thinking oh they're thinking about the last time i said goodbye to them it was really awkward you know what i mean like that kind of like just like social stuff like that but um and you know that can be very uh easily brushed off as well i i'd like i've found ways to deal with that more than i have to deal with sort of like the bigger questions of life that make me anxious sort of just like sometimes just the wave of like someday a truck's gonna hit me and like my life will be meaningless you know what I mean like I'll I'll think I'll just have that thought I'm like oh that's how I'm gonna die a truck is gonna hit me and people are gonna talk about it for a bit and then nobody's gonna talk about it ever again you know it's stuff like that and just like uh, it'll start spiraling this is just an example but I'm just like I'll start spiraling I'm like oh yeah and then like like nothing will be nothing will be put in place to make sure that nobody else gets hit by a truck again you know like a, a, just like big questions like that and i'll just be you know i'll be sitting in my cha- in a chair at home like you know rubbing my temples and you just like realize that i've been thinking about this for a half an hour and you know um uh um people are talking to me or something like that it, it comes in a big rush at times like i'll realize oh there's all these things i haven't done um or all these 
this bill that needs to be paid now and now this this needs to be done today i need to text this person i need to call this person i have to this deadline's coming up even, even if you don't really have to like even if yeah, it's an artificial exactly. sort of thing yeah just the damn breaks and you're it, it, it all happens at once basically i have adhd i guess is what you would call it um it, it's it's a, a focusing problem uh, actually sitting down to do something it seems so stressful just to think about um, where he's, you know, going and doing something else is, you know, sounds so much more enticing than actually, you know, in, in the moment doing like uh, actually sitting down to do something that's going to be so easy for me. Um, it takes me so long to do that sometimes. And I, I see that in so many other people too. Like it's, it's weird to give that a title, but it, you know, it, some people are really good at that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, yeah. It, I've just been diagnosed with the same thing. Oh, really? Like just, I've been seeing a psychiatrist for like two years and we've just sort of landed on, oh yeah, by the way, you know, this might be something that's going on. I, uh, I was seeing some therapists for a while about it and I started doing the tests and they were like, yeah, keep going with it because, you know, we think that you have it and um, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but like, but like people have told me that I think it's a, a thing that you have and stuff and you know like they send you a take-home test as well they say oh give this to your parents and that so they can fill it out I'm like this is not I thought I thought that I would this would be <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean like uh, you give somebody with a you 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 are positive has ADHD and you want to prove it to them you you sh you uh keep going you you give them a test to send home. You know what I mean? Like, that seems bonkers. Yeah, it was uh, it was that was strange to me. But uh, I've gotten a lot better with certain things. I don't know. It used to be that like, um, like I would like for going back to a truck thing. Um, I'd be driving on the highway. A truck comes next to me. I'm like. All right, well, I need to slow right down, like right on the highway. So it gets dangerous, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I need to get out or I speed up to get out, at, like, so there's not a truck beside me, you know what I mean? Like, I guess this is just sort of a good thing, but also, like, it became, like, or, or I'd be driving, I'm like, I hope I don't sneeze. I, wanna, I have such violent sneezes, I hope I don't sneeze and, like, and go, and, like, when I and start spiraling like this, I'm like, oh, well, I need to pull over and calm down now, you know what I mean? Where now, what's this? Yeah, what is the path to mindfulness thing um, where there's the things like once you see these, like acknowledging it, right. like you're just like, oh, that's there. Oh, I'm having this thought now. You know, it's not like, oh, this is a thing that's happening. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm having this thought now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Slowing it down, mm -hmm. grounding yourself. Where am I? Yeah. What's going on right now? You know, that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah. That started to really help me for a while with that kind of, it still does. I don't drive as much, but I bike. Uh, that's almost more stressful. I would say so. Holy yeah, yeah. But I've gotten very safe on my bike. I'm I'm very liberal with uh, the the bell ringing on my bike. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'm here. I come. And people get mad. They're like, "Why are you ringing your bell at me?" I'm like, "It's just so you don't door me." You know what I mean? I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. I'm just I know I see you in your car, but I just don't want you to door me. So I want you to know that I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I'm not the only person that does that, but you know. I, I've, I'm confident in myself. I'm not confident like that other people aren't dummies. Um, 
about, you know, cyclists and stuff. I don't know. But yeah, that sort of sums up my anxieties as well. But I don't know. I'll just like, I also like uh, do and like get anxiously depressed, which I guess you called like manic depression, I guess is what you'd call it or kind of something like that. I don't know. Yeah, manic depression now they call they call something else they call it bipolar and, and oh. it, it's it's really sort of uh oh, a, that's an a, intricate that's a term an, okay. intric, an intricate thing on its own yeah, okay I'm not well, sure. i hope i don't get in trouble for no no not no i'm certainly not the label police but um or diagnosis police but yeah uh, yeah so but you find that you can be so anxious you can ruminate and like get caught in a spiral and it can actually drive you to depression yeah yeah, I think that's I think that's something that's very relatable. There's gonna be people listening to this that go, "Fuck yeah, 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 absolutely, that happens." Well, like I'll have like, you know, panic attacks about like if a dog is like barks at me across the street or something like that. I bit, got bit by dogs as a kid, and uh, so that's like one thing. But um, like, so a dog's barking me at across the street, so I'll have like a panic attack. I'll go home and I'll like. <sighs> And I'm like, if people come, be like, I'm just not just like leave, 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 and then like I'll be like, oh fuck, I just fucked a bunch of shit up uh, just because of this panic attack. I'll start crying for a while. I'm like, okay, then I'm not gonna leave the house for a bit because I'm just gonna have another panic attack, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And then and then I'm just sad in my house because I'm not leaving, but then I'm not leaving because of this, and you know, just like the reasons start to pile on, and then I'm just sad. <laughs> I guess. I fuck. Yeah, no, I can. Yeah, old, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm also like afraid of birds and dogs. I have so many kind of just like uh, what some people would call a quirk. <laughs> sure, okay, yeah, <laughs> but, but you could also call uh, you could call it a fear. Yeah, like, I mean, exactly. you can call it what it is. That's yeah. fair. Uh-huh. Um, I'm getting better though. Feed the ducks now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, huh. I can look at them for a while. Used to not be able to look at birds for a very long time, yeah, but huh. I'm okay. I'm getting. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm in a good place where I feel like you're managing things. I'm managing things really well right now. Uh, there are times where I'm like, oh, I had like, there's no, I have no grip, and then like five minutes later, I'm like, no, this is like, okay, yeah, I didn't have a grip five minutes ago, but now I do. Right. And. A few years ago, I would still be in this state right now for the next few days. Um, but yeah, I feel I, I like you said you've been seeing a psychiatrist for two years. Yeah, I saw a therapist. I don't know. He might have, I don't remember what he was, uh, but I saw him for six months and I just feel like I got I had the tools. I got the tools for what I needed. And I That's always good. think about that and books that he gave me and. And, uh, you know, podcasts yep. and music and movies. I just know. You've got some, you've got a toolkit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, things that are, that I find super useful. Um, well, let's specifically talk about music. Yeah. When did you, when did you start using music as one of your tools in your toolkit? Oh, I was always very, like music has always been like. I've been always like uh, always just really obsessed with music even when I was a kid and it was just like uh obvious choices <laughs> I guess you could sure I don't know I just like always was like really into it like I was always wearing band shirts and uh, you're wearing was, one right now yeah I'm wearing one yeah. right now yeah Matthew good um um so like 
Um, but uh, you felt something. Yeah, like, exactly. Like when you listen to it, it's more than just like, oh, it's like lyrics and music. It's like there's something in it for you. Mm-hmm. And 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 I always really like going to concerts as well. And just like my life has always been like in between concerts. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I can't wait for this show. And like I'll check in with people oh, just you know <laughs> you know oh, just you know i have this concert coming up and then after that <laughs> i have that one um uh, so i just like that's something i really like it's like it, when i don't have a concert coming up it feels weird have you, you know got any lined up for the summer i i i just had my what i called the 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 joel festival where i was i saw four shows in a row basically oh really yeah um so it started off with broken social scene yeah at the bud stage and then the week after that, I saw the Decemberists, oh, Sony man. Center. Would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. And uh, then the week after, last week, which I'm sure we'll get into once we start playing the songs, I saw Hop Along on yeah. Friday, which was great. Um, and I saw Jack White on Saturday, which I'll go backwards with this one. Jack White was one of the first ones where I was just like, idolized this guy like he was huge icon for me just like everything like this is who I want to be when I grow up in high school like it was just like it was an unhealthy obsession basically I mean it's cool that you asked me to do this this week after having seen Jack White uh like Jack White as like as a lyricist as a musician like uh, watching him play the guitar I was like that's fucking awesome you know what I mean but uh as a lyricist I always like now I think that he's kind of misses the mark on stuff where he's so in his own brain um, a little less empathetic than I would like. And it's funny having seen Hopalong the night before, who I just got into in the last year or two, and I'm so, like, enamored by her songwriting and how, like, specifically empathetic her songwriting is. Like, she'll, like the song I've pre- I, I put on the playlist um, is about a, a singer that's, like, a, a blues singer. Like, that's not... It's not her, <laughs> obviously, but uh, um, it's about this blues singer that had like mental health issues, and she just sings this song and makes it so personal to herself. You know what I mean? Well, Do you um, want me to kind of give the story of the song? Sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, I can't remember who the singer is. She's singing about it's Buddy. Uh, his name's Buddy Bolden. He uh, she wrote two songs about him in in this album called Painted Shut, and. Buddy was a blues, uh, sorry, a jazz singer and guitarist and all this stuff that they, they, a lot of people call him the king of jazz, but he never recorded anything. Because one day there was a parade and he got all dressed up for it and then started walking in the wrong direction in the parade. And then uh, they put him. This is like true. This is a true story. Oh, fuck. Um, And he, I think, uh, Francis Quinlan, the songwriter, says he had schizophrenia. And he was put into an asylum for the rest of his life. So he never recorded any of his music. And apparently it was like the most beautiful music. And he wrote all of it and, you know, all this stuff. And uh, he was buried. And they started running out of room in the cemetery he was in. And I guess it's like for low-income people. So they every time somebody died, not every time, but they a lot of times there's a they would b- bury his hole deeper, put him deeper in the ground and bury people on top of him. Um, so she's singing in perspective of him lying underneath all these people uh, after spending his life um, like this. And uh, 
I know that you said like power songs to like kind of uh, um, uh, help me even out my moods. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a line in the song. It's just like as well dressed. Well, some of us are the ones who know how it is basically. And like, yeah, this world is easier for for some people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just it's it's good to be reminded that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's easier, but. Uh, or it's or it's the world is a place that wasn't made for everybody, but it's good to acknowledge that and be like, okay, well then that makes me different, or that makes me what? Wh- how does that? How do I react to that? Like knowing that is is part of the battle, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, instead of uh, just taking shit from the world and. I don't know. It's just, I just, I always find it good that I've acknowledged my mental health and not letting it like, like the way it was in high school or the way it was in my earlier life. I just you hid from it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I still do, but, um, I still feel ashamed to talk about it. Sometimes I deal with it on my own a bit too, too much, too much, but, uh, but it's just good to know. That's all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's give this one a listen. Yeah. Well, just but walking in the wrong direction. Louisiana, my disordered road always led straight back into you.
Dude, that's pretty haunting. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sorry. The way we're set up today, um, Joel doesn't have uh, cans on that he can hear me talk, but he can hear the music. And uh, fuck, that is, uh, she has got great pipes. Yeah. How was she live? Oh my goodness. It was amazing. And she does think she doesn't do on, a ref, on the record with her voice when she's on tour, I guess. Uh, and it's, it's just a really great thing. And you, it's, it's one of those things that I think I appreciate, I, I, to bring it back to Jack White, I guess, is like one of those like, uh, things I appreciate about Jack White was that you'd never know what they're going to do next. You know what I mean? Where I just felt like I had maybe the yeah, last weekend I had knew so much about Jack White already that I, he, wasn't, he wasn't surprising me very much. Interesting, yeah. Um, but I just kept being surprised by Francis and the band and all this stuff. And uh, before she played this song, she basically said, uh, uh, this is for all of you in the audience who have mental health, so you can cheer if, if you have that. And uh, um, it was like, wow, like, that's wild that, you know, like, and, ba- you know, everyone basically cheers, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, everybody kind of has to deal with this stuff and in some way, but also. Well, if know, they're not dealing with it directly, they're probably dealing, supporting yeah, somebody or, exactly. or working through issues of mm-hmm. a parent or whatever, right? A it was, a, it was a, a really special experience. Um, it was in a still a small venue at the Horseshoe. Oh, it's dynamite. And we were very close. And uh, I was there with my brother and my girlfriend, uh, two people I'm very close with, and uh, um, who uh, my girlfriend is the one that showed my brother and I this band. And so we're just like really we weird. It was just a really uh, musically and personally, I was, I was really happy to have that experience. Well, it's definitely a moving song for sure. Yeah. And I'm yeah, glad you, and I'm glad the, you told me what it's about as well like mm-hmm. i mean no it's yeah it's it's she and she has another song called buddy in the parade that's about the same musician oh really yeah oh okay it's it's but that's same from record? The perspective of yeah same record yeah cool cool it, yeah she it she, like she'll go back and forth between like it, but even even in that i'm pretty sure when she says uh i went home to my mother and she, um she told me not to give my social security number to anybody else was basically her saying uh, her I read this story and then I went home like her Francis saying this is and basically saying my mother is dealing with the same sort of thing that this musician was you know what I mean it's potentially really, schizophrenic yeah potentially yeah. there's some there's some paranoia going on mm-hmm. there because I think she says she was on the dark dark web yeah yeah dark, dark web. yeah the next song you have on the list is a little more familiar to yes. me. And by a little more familiar, I mean really fucking familiar. Yeah. This is a great, great tune. Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of, this song reminds me of my, of my dad. Uh, my dad was a big Beach Boys fan. Yeah. Big Beach Boys fan. And uh, just, again, great vocals, great haunting mm-hmm. vocals. The and harmonies it, it, are spectacular. And it's always, uh, always means so much more to me when I know the songwriter well yeah i think i think uh, it's already evident that how much i put into getting to know what how a song was written and i don't know too too much about this song again this is one that is pretty recent for me i mean i I, beach boys have been around in my life for a long long time as well but this one is recently on repeat for me and uh, great tune huh great tune. it's really good and it's kind of self-explanatory 
in the way. I think I'll tell this story. It's just my girlfriend and I had this really long conversation, um, and we both were made sad by the conversation, but also really happy that we were together. Um, and it was just sort of like not the first um, discussion of mental health, but basically saying this is how I deal with mental health, this is how you deal with mental health, and sometimes us realizing that, oh yeah, sometimes that's not, it's not gonna work. We're gonna have to do this on our own sometimes. And, but I was still just really happy that we could acknowledge that. And she said, why don't you put on this song? And I did, and yeah, it was, uh, and I just started crying like I am right now, but yeah, it was really nice. So the next track that you've picked is Harvest by Neil Young. Yeah. Uh, this is one that just Where's like, this come from? This is my dad's favorite song. Uh, um, I wanted to choose one that's been with me all my life, and I didn't want to 
so w- w- what I would choose if it was that it would be Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Okay. But uh, or I guess it's maybe just Crosby, Stills. I think it's Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Uh, but I, something about that song that's a bit cheesy to me now. Um, and with this song, it's I don't know. There's this this album called Decade that yeah uh, that no Young wow. releases that had it was basically his greatest hits yeah. right. And uh, so we listen to that so much growing up, and it's just like I have a lot of memories of these songs, and I really like playing this song for my dad on the guitar, and um, I don't know. And uh, I caught a th- I, I thought of this song, and then I thought of a line from the song that's coming afterwards uh, in the Sam Roberts song after this is "Don't forget where you came from," um, which is a cliche line, but it's true.
So this is uh, Streets of Heaven by Sam Roberts. Um, and I always, I have this sort of, uh, not theory, but like, I don't know, there's these Canadiana artists, right? Yep. Um, the Hip is one of them. Sure. Sloan, Neil Young, uh, Arkells are starting to taking that right now. Yeah. Um, who else? I, there's there's a lift. People there's are yelling. A, there's a litany of yeah. them. Yeah, people are definitely yelling. Yeah. Um, Sam Roberts is a kind of a marvel to me because his big hit, he gets people singing stadiums. Uh, Brother down. Brother down. The, yeah. The, the chorus is a giant record. I think my life is passing me by. Yeah. He gets people seeing that in stadiums, singing that over and over again. I think my life is passing me by, which is like, that is amazing. He is. Uh, I think he's like much more introspective and, and his, his first album especially is very sad at points. Like it, it has this sort of like uh, upbeat nature to it, but you listen to the lyrics and he's talking about like being too young to get old and just life, you know, passing him by. Like that's basically the th- thesis of that album. This is off his fourth album called Collider. This is, Streets of Heaven, Promises, Promises. Uh, this is sort of a cautionary tale to, to in, in my eyes, where, where Brother Down is like, I think my life is passing me by. This one's like kind of, yeah, things are fast, and you're maybe not um, as quick as the way, as the way life is moving, uh, but you, they're all beating the same drum. You're playing the guitar, basically, is what he's saying. And that's, uh, you're a drop in the ocean. Don't drift away. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of cautionary. Like, that's what the lyrics are sort of meaning. Like, there's some pretty sad stuff in there that he's saying. Let's say, like, you know, you're on your own, basically, but not, like, um, uh, you 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 you're in control basically is is what the message of this song is which i which i really like Don't forget where you came 
What I, what I love about your approach here is that you've added context to the lyrics. You've added context to this song and the lyrics by looking at his full body of work. Right. Right? You know, you're taking Brother Down, mm-hmm. which was just massive. Huge hit. Yeah. And you're looking at it this way, and then you're, you're able to say narratively, this is where he is 10 years later. Yeah. And... You know, um, it's a funky song too. There's oh, some it's great so sax. It's and, so fun, and I've seen. Yeah, it's. I think Sam Roberts is sort of for me what the hip was for you. Um, I've seen him so many times. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I've seen him play this song a lot of times too, and uh, it's it's so fun. It's such a fun song. It is great. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really, but that. I really do like that layered that uh, that contextual piece. That's that's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is by Feist off her new album. Yep. Uh, I wanted, I needed to put something in by Feist right now. And I was, I was like, I said to my girlfriend, I'm like, just like, I, I want to put something in by Feist, but I, I, but I, she's like, well, what, if you were like really anxious, what Feist song would you play? I'm like, right now it's probably pleasure. Pleasure in your pleasure. 
Feist means so much to me, and uh, like her albums, I was listening to very early on. Very well named song. Yeah, very well. Yeah. Named. Doesn't it bring you pleasure? Yeah, that was yeah. dynamite. Yeah. So from there, we hit the I think the last song on the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is Joanna Newsom. Joanna Newsom. Do you know much about her? I don't. Um, She's the one that she's she's a harp harpist and you know um, has written lots of music. Uh, <laughs> she's kind of most popular for being married to Andy Samberg. I okay, guess, yeah. Uh, um, but she like has a, a handful of albums. But uh, this song is if anybody knows Joanna Newsom, this is going to seem like an obvious choice because it's basically her, her hit. But uh, um, my story with this is that uh, the first time, I think first time anyone hears this song, basically you like start to tear up. It's a sad song. It, or you think it's a sad song. The music video attached to it basically is a sad song. It, it, it's sad. It, it, you know, it's, it shows home videos playing backwards is what the... the oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's sad, or, or, or so it seems. Um, she was on... This is on Mark Marin says, he says, do you have darkness? Because that's a very Mark question, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, uh, I did, basically. Just to sum it up, she kind of talked about how her mother was into these environmental charities and that used to stress the hell out of her at, like, as a kid. And, uh, and then basically said, but, you know, bringing it back to what I was talking to at the beginning is just like you have these bigger questions, but then you keep asking questions. And eventually you're going to answer one of them. And that just makes her feel better now. So there's a, there's a line in this song where she says, I am blue and unwell. So after that interview, I went back and I l l watched some of her live stuff. And, you know, when this song came out, I can't remember. Where, I'm not good with years. But that's, like that's fine. the song comes out, she's playing it live. I am blue and unwell recent the mo her most recent one on youtube the live thing i was blue and i'm well and that just made me cry differently than the first time you hear it it's more beautiful now it, it, it's it's more it's 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 from a, a happier place i don't know it just made me really 
hopefully because I was it was hopeful tears. You know what I mean? Like it's just I was blue. Oh, I dig that. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know at the beginning because obviously obviously there's a very distinct vocal, mm-hmm. right? Very distinct. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, what do I think about this? But by the time we got to the first, you know, na-na-nas, yeah. um, I, was, I was in. Mm. And then when I heard 
there was something that really struck me, and I'm, I'm sure this is where she was going with it, but but who can tell? Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this is where she was going with it when she talks about um, riding on the back of riding on the back of something that used to ride me, used to ride her, and it's there's a great little short story written about the big black dog and you know how how this creature is is an analog for for depression mm. and uh, there was something about that because the first part she was riding it into manic and then it was into panic and right. going to the mouth of the source and it's like oh christ the, i was yeah i was in at that point i was i was totally locked in and then very haunting when mm-hmm. she hits her lyric that you shared with us at the beginning yeah. so again really cool context that you added like i i like oh, thank you that you were able to you know share that piece mm-hmm. um really interesting stuff uh we're gonna publish this uh it'll be on apple music it'll be searchable on apple music as um joel songs of strength and um yeah that's uh i don't know what else to say other than thanks for sharing all this with us thank you for letting me come in and talk about it this has been really fun i've actually had a great time yeah thanks so much yeah play us out oxley show of strength is a movement where I try to encourage courage. You can subscribe, rate, and review the various shows we produce at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, including how to connect on social, please visit www dot a show of strength dot com <laughs>